Hey, I'm British Carla. And I'm American Carla. And we're two, two Carlas with a K. Yay. Hello, hello listeners. So, this we're... is our very first episode. Very excited. This has been in the works for many, many months, let me tell you. We've even had some, a few that just went by the wayside. <laughs> some that got lost along the way. <laughs> Oh, and then we're gonna. Oh, oh, here comes the service. So Carla's getting a. Uh, she's getting um, a very posh glass of Sauvignon Blanc. It's actually not Sauvignon Blanc. This is a cider that might be poisonous. It might be poisonous. In, it, only in America, not in the UK. It's got high fructose syrup think. in it. We were, I, was, I heard a rumor. The blackthorn cider in the UK, I heard, is just normal. Yes. And then the one they serve us over here on this side of the pond, I heard they put high fructose corn syrup in it. Which I think, like, I, I think it made, I don't know. I can't tell. Sure, yes, I'll take the poison. Okay. She's taking it. Um, it's because Americans want everyone to be fat. Yeah. This is why we're skinny in Europe. We don't have high fruit toast corn syrup. Well, this one just doesn't take, maybe they changed it. I don't know. I just feel like it was very syrupy yeah. in the past. Okay, maybe but this maybe is from England. It might be from the UK, yeah. Yes. Well, that's good, isn't it? Well, let's hope so, because that's what I heard, and I, I, I was always, after I heard that rumor, it was really hard for me to drink the blackthorn cider. Okay. Except I was if, if I was on the other side of the pond, then I'd drink the blackthorn. She would indeed. So, Carla, first of all, love the kimono. Oh, thank you. Carla's rocking a really amazing kimono. She looks, she looks very together for our first episode. It's kind of like a robe, but, you know, it's got slits in it, so I figured I could wear it out in the world. Yeah, she looks very po- she looks like she's lounging she's I don't know she's in Tuscany somewhere she's she's an artist she's oh I like that Carla <laughs> that's a definitely good Carla with a K like mode right there yes yeah so yeah Carla's with a K Carla's with a K um, we tend to think Carla's with a K are very posh um, Carla's with a C yeah not so much not so much you yeah know. they're a little I don't know had a hard life yeah, yeah. D- different life. Different yeah, life, different yeah. life. They they didn't they didn't vacation in Tuscany like we did, or you know, <laughs> probably wanted to. They didn't yeah. even think about vacationing in Tuscany. They never played croquet. No, they never played croquet. They never had piano lessons. No, they never even tried to teach themselves piano by themselves. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like I did. They would, they would have one of those little organs. What's it, the Bon Tepe organs? Those little cheap little electronic organs that you get for Christmas. I don't even know if they make them anymore. Yeah. Or a Fisher-Price one. They probably teach themselves to play piano on a Fisher-Price Yeah, old, that never happened to me. No, because you're posh, Carla. No, totally. Very, very posh. Totally. Okay. So, Carla, um, do you want to just uh, tell our audience what uh, all the goodies we've got coming up on our very first episode? Well, um, this is kind of a strange episode because, well, normally we would have, like, what did Amazon do this week, which Amazon does something awful this week. We found out last week that they cheated with the, the union. Um, they you know, the union votes. They actually doctored their, or they planted a um, voting machine inside the building. There was all this propaganda going on. Um, it turned out that they actually, we found out that they were in violation um, through the National Labor Relations Board and they violated the law. They installed mailboxes inside the property when they were told they were not supposed to. They also put up stoplights. Um, 
or they changed this. They paid the city to, to change the stoplights so they could, talk, so the union people couldn't talk to the workers as they went into the into the Amazon warehouse plant to Colin, convince them. This, this is sounding very well dystopian for sure. Yes, and they ended up. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. I haven't heard much this week about where this is going to go. I mean, at this point, did Amazon just pay them off? Because I haven't heard anything this week at all about anything. Um, so, you know, stay tuned for that. That's the shitty thing Amazon did this week. Um, Carla, I just want to interject. Um, you actually have met uh, Jeff Bezos in the flesh, haven't you? Oh, yes, 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 I have. I used to um, wait tables on him. I was a little bartender. Oh, wait. Here. Oh, good God. Oh, here we go. Because I legitimately did forget about you. Uh, so, so he does know that we're on this. Um, he's on the podcast now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do you want to? Just, should we tell our audience who this gentleman is? Well, that's well, Brett. He's my BF. I don't know. He's he's our he's our server. Yeah. He's he's he amazing. Did, he did. He's really. He yeah. he didn't he didn't serve us on time. Yeah. Well, he always gets mad at us because we sneak into the back of the pub. Yeah. We're actually in the back. We're like. It's like we're, 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 we're starting an insurrection or we're like anarchists starting yeah. on, you know, plotting to take over the world. Yeah, for some yeah. reason they never see us walk through the entire pub into the back and then they're surprised that we're here. I was wearing camouflage collar to be fair. Yeah. I was wearing this amazing kimono. <laughs> How could they not see How, that? I don't know. I don't How know. Could they not see I that? don't know. Well, anyway, yeah, so if you <laughs> wanted to go back to, um, you know, Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey, how I, as, you, how as I, you remember him. Yes, how I first met Jeffrey. <laughs> I was uh, working in a restaurant down in the um, ID, down in Seattle. Did he have hair then? No. And no, he did not have hair, but I was a little bartender. He always wanted to come sit in my section. And I was like, who's this short little he, bald man? He fancied you, didn't he? I, maybe, I don't know. Kind of weird. But yeah, I was like, for, for a while, I was like, why does this little bald man always want to come sit in my section? And... And finally, after a while, I mean, he actually did give me some decent tips. And I was like, who's this little bald man giving me good tips? Oh, here's a not a bald man. Oh, so I really might. Well, here we go again. See, I ran away again. But I had to go blood, fix that situation. You're on our bloody podcast. You know that. We're recording. For real? Yeah. yeah but it's all oh, right. Oh, hey, what up, podcast? <laughs> We've already been talking about you. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I really don't understand why people don't talk about me. It's yeah, weird. yeah. Are you guys really doing it right now? We're doing it right now. You are now famous. Yeah. Wow, you guys think I live yourselves. Yeah. (laughs) Please feel free to interject whenever you want. Yes. I'm going to run away now. Please don't. Yeah. Consider service done. (gasps) We scared him. It's on on, on the podcast recorded. Yes. Okay. Well, we scared another man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Probably like Jeff did to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I was like, why is and he gave me. I was like, what, "Who's this little man?" And then finally, I ended up looking at his credit card one day, and I was like, "And it was Jeffrey." Wasn't it? it was yes. It said Jeffrey Bezos. No and middle name like, there. Hmm? No middle name. I, I don't remember. I was. I was. I was. I don't know. A, what a card did he have? Did he have American Express, Visa, Mastercard? These are these are important. These are important details. And in fact, he probably used a plethora of cards. He, he probably, Ooh, I, I mean, dodgy. Yeah, probably He's a dodgy. bunch of them. Yeah, well, at that time, it was like he was oh just starting goodness. off his empire. I mean, this is when he would walk amongst the humans, which I don't know if he does that anymore. And what was his out? Did he wear fleece like normal Seattle people? No, I think he wore a little dorky shirt, like a little dorky, like, you know, business shirt. Like, he's a business guy. A business guy. And, and cheap khakis. Cheap khaki pants. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I was like, okay. And then when I figured it out. Then um, I was like, oh. And then then unfortunately, I told all my coworkers, and they were like, that can't be Jeff Bezos. That's too short and weird to be Jeff Bezos. That's exactly, Aww. and this is our lovely server here. Yeah, she's she, quite, she remembers she, us. She's she, she's yeah, she's scared to talk, but one day we'll get her to talk. Yeah, yeah. But she actually didn't forget about us, like Brett. Yeah, Brett. He just ran away from us. He's going to come back. He's going to think of something funny to say. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. So you know, then when they found out, then they didn't want to sit. Up, then they then everyone wanted him in his in his section. So whenever little man Bezos came in. They would the, they would try to sit him in there in the front. And he wanted to be in the back. And I was like, that was okay. But I mean, at the time too, I remember I was a you know I was a writer back then, and I worked for like some little alternative newspapers here and there, and a freelancer. And I had wanted to get a job at Amazon. I thought this is going to be like a good thing to do is get a job at Amazon. It'll like be so great for me. But what I heard through the grapevine was that they didn't hire people who had families and especially families with children so I was married at the time and I had a child and I was like I was like there's no way I'm he gonna get married because he, he was in love with you and he was very upset that you were married and had a child that that's a very nice thing to say but I think he's more of an asshole than that that's pretty asshole but yeah, well I think also Carla I think you spurned him and that's when he decided he's going to be an evil capitalist and take over the world I like to think that. I would, you know, I always just say, say, I should have poisoned him when I had the chance. I mean, it was sushi. It was a sushi restaurant. I mean, it could have been easy. It could have been done. But, you know. But this makes sense. This I makes mean, like, sense the trajectory about the rocket now. Could have been everything. The Carla rocket? No, this is the the, the, the massive penis extension that's his rocket. He's, this is him saying, Carla, you spurned me. Everything he's doing is to get So it's not my fault. Like this entire, like yeah. all, everything he's doing is now my fault. Just like yeah. the British soccer game, <gasps> which we won't no. talk about. It's always my fault. I oh, Carla. unleashed the Bezos Let me... and the rocket. Wow. I should tell our And the end of civilization. Well, you know, the fact that England lost to Italy in the European Cup 2021 wasn't because we lost on penalties. It was because... American Carla decided to check in on me while I was watching the game in the pub. She walks in. We're doing well. We 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 like. We scored very early on. I We're love looking football. Great. I need We're to watch it. I love good. to watch it. We're looking great. She walks in. Italy tie. Italy tie. So I said to Carla, "It's probably best you don't come back." But Carla wanted to come back. She tried to text me. I didn't see. She walks in during the penalties. And that's when it all went downhill and we lost. And I just want to say um, I'm sorry to all my, um, you know, UK friends and, you know, potential brothers and sisters and everyone, the entire, like, country i'm your, your I'm, british compadres your yes. english compadres yeah I, I i apologize i i didn't realize i had that much power but apparently you've got a lot so from now on carla is banned from any england games it's true it's um, true especially if i'm there yeah yeah she's got a lot of power she's got a lot yeah i mean well, think about jeff bezos man i mean i could have had the power to do a lot of things back then wow Talking of some really powerful things happening um, in the media, um, 
let's go to K-Bombs. So, um, listeners, K-Bombs are like really big events that we we need to cover for, for you for, for your your basically for your knowledge so that you're aware of what's going on. Um, I mean, our show is basically a mixture of politics, current events, and a little bit of humour and our personal life kind of spewed in every now and then. Um, but K-Bombs is really like a, 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 a something in the news that we think should be covered, that everyone should know about. Um, and I'm going to leave it to Carla. Um, well, I think spot. that the ele- big elephant in the room right now is Afghanistan! Afghanistan. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Yeah, um, it's, I mean, my brother called me right away and he was like, Perla, what do you think? What, what's what do you think's going? What, what, what's your take on all this? And I said I a, thought it was an amazing, good thing. Like I'm not a huge fan of Biden, as a lot of people know. Um, but I thought this was the right decision. I mean, Trump said he wanted to do it. He never did it because he was getting bullied by the generals, I'm sure. And. You know, because everyone's been making a ton of money off of this war that's been lasting 20 years and has cost so many lives and so much destruction to society. And um, and I and I I know like the whole like the way that it's happening is not ideal and it could have maybe been handled a lot better. Um, but at the same time, it's like you got to pull that bandaid off. You can't just. Plus, from what I understand, is that there was some sort of peace deal we had yes and that if we yeah, yeah. so um and, and the, the taliban were a bit they they were a little bit little they 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 kind of played us because they they said yeah oh oh yes mr biden oh we'll, yeah we'll be good we'll, we'll listen we're not go- we're not going to take over we're not and well that's what that's what the gen i mean do we know that's what the cia intelligence was telling I mean, that's what they're telling the general, or the generals are telling Biden in his ear. I mean, who knows? They probably all knew what was going on. They knew that was going to fall. Chris Hedges wrote that article that you that you sent me, July twenty eighth, and he said in yes. the next few weeks he called that. He called, called it. it. It's the best. It's probably the best article of of the whole Afghanistan crisis so far. Yeah. He, in, he encapsulated it. And I know he's your total intellectual crush, and I, I mean, I love him too, but oh my god, so bleak. Oh my god. Like, I mean, the trajectory of how he feels, how things are going to go because of this, doesn't sound very good. Well, you know, and, and, and I agree with you wholeheartedly, Carla, about um, the, the Afga- um, America pulling out of, of Afghanistan. Um, I, I, I heard that it was, we put in, I think we spent over $3 trillion, $3 trillion on the Afghanistan war, which we could have used, you know, for, we, we could have used it to help people during the pandemic. Um, and oh, yeah. also, I mean, we, well, we could have, I mean, with that money, we could have, I think, solved homelessness. <laughs> we could have paid off student debt. We could have given people Medicare for all. Yes. We could have done a lot of good oh things goodness. for American society. But instead, a lot of people got rich and richer. I mean, a lot all those stocks, Lockheed Martin, a lot of... Military industrial complex. Yeah, they and then the people who were attached to that made it a lot of money. And, and so it wasn't, I mean, in their mind, it's like, oh yeah, it, you know, to us, it's like, that was completely useless and a waste of money. Plus now they have all of... Like all those, the, all the um, weapons 
now the Taliban has everything. Like tanks and everything we brought over there. It's now theirs. They're fully armed with and our shit that we paid for. Taxpayer money. It, it's amazing as well when you think about we created the Taliban. And the Taliban was really created probably as early as, would you say, Bush Senior or even more? No, no that was Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Yeah, it was that's under, it. that's it. That's on the Chris Hedges um, article. Because was, and then they 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 basically gave the Taliban weapons, didn't they, to fight the Russians? Right. And and then I heard that Bin Laden was actually he was actually um, he he was actually installed in um, Afghanistan by the Americans to basically they wanted him to 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 fight the Russians and basically they enlisted him from Saudi Arabia. I mean to help fight the, the Russian invasion, because of course America at that time really was totally anti-Soviet. Um, and it, there's so many, there's so much of this that is at fault at America. And it's, I don't want to sound anti-American, um, but it- Oh, this was like a really big American fuck up. And I, and I will sure. say this as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a Brit, the British have done many, many. We've messed up many a time, um, and our, of course, as Chris Hedges said in that article, the Suez Canal yep. crisis was basically our sort of Armageddon for the British Empire. And he he explains so so perfectly that every falling empire starts creating wars like desperately yeah. to regain their kind of former glory. Yeah, it goes back to like the Roman Empire too. Yes. And yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's a fascinating article. Yeah. Um and thank you for sharing that. I wish we'll put those in the notes on the bottom. We shall indeed. And there is there's another good article uh, from Mother Jones magazine and basically they talk about how America in both Vietnam and Afghanistan they um construed these basically these stories that America was doing really well in both of these wars like the troops are doing great and they're holding back you know the enemy and and I mean this was the case with Afghanistan we weren't actually doing the Americans right. weren't doing anything well at least like in, in Saigon it took I think Saigon two years to fall it took Afghanistan like what three weeks it took two years for Saigon to just finally kind of melt down. I will say this, and this, this there was not. They were like, "Bum, we're just get, handing over our weapons." Or hello, like there was not, there was no resistance at all. I they didn't want to fight. Say this that, I mean, look how easy it was for the Afghan president to flee the country, and the Taliban to take over. This shows that America had not put anything in place. So we really, basically, you took over the suitcase of money. We, we, we were losing that war, and, and there were times they were saying there were soldiers in Afghanistan, British and Americans, that were doing that. They were they were having hand to hand contact, um, combat with the uh, Taliban, hand to hand combat, just like World War One or something, or you know in Rwanda. I mean, it, it was awful. So now we've got all these soldiers coming out. They probably have awful PTSD. Um, they're not going to be heroes. Nobody's going to. This is going to be this well, is a yeah. huge embarrassment. Yeah, I mean, and then you, you have actually probably people who, who's you know, multi generational people fighting this war, like a you know, a father, a son. I mean, it's a twenty year span. 
I mean, you have that, that, that's like that's insane. It's I crazy. think there's a quote, and it there's a quote, and I don't know if it's by if it William Dalrymple. It might be from him, and it said, "Afghanistan is where all empires go to die." Ah, nice. I mean, not nice. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and also, they also refer to Afghanistan as the graveyard of empires, and that's nothing. Nothing um, derogatory about Afghanistan. It's just been a, 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 fair, a country where everybody's tried to take over. Everybody's tried to get a piece of the pie, and they've not been able to do it successfully. Which was like Vietnam. Vietnam. No one was ever able to invade Vietnam successfully. Right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. hopefully we can learn from this. Yeah. I mean, one thing. Um, I mean, I, so. You know, what was three weeks ago when Biden was going to say we're pulling out? He's like, it's not going to happen. That you know, this is what happened just now. He said that you know we're going to hold strong, and um, it you know obviously I'm not sure if he was lying or if someone was telling him that or if he was getting false information. But the way that Afghanistan fell like so quickly, just yes. like, boom, boom, yes. boom, 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 and he's getting criticized for that. I mean. It was going to fall no matter what, whether it be three weeks, a year, two years, six months, it was going to go that way. And Chris Hedges pointed that out. In fact, yes. Chris Hedges says in the next three weeks, he actually called that he one. He it. called it. But yeah. um, I'm wondering, so what I'm kind of getting, and I'm, I don't watch a whole lot of mainstream media, I do a little bit here and there, but I'm kind of getting like a lot of like, seems like people are kind of blowing back on Biden, even like the main, like, yeah. even like MSNBC, CNN, I feel oh, like they're exactly. kind of like, they've got all these people that they've elevated who were from the Bush Cheney years who they elevated during the like this past election to be like kind of the you know kind of the resistance anti-Trump kind of people coming in and um, they are now criticizing Biden for his decision and the media seems to be promoting this I'm not sure and, and I absolutely agree with you and I'm actually really annoyed because this this has started with with Bush, George W. Bush, even even Obama used Afghanistan as a like practice, basically practice uh, drone drone attacks. You know, it was their little playground. It was their little war playground. And you know, um, this war, there was no reason for us to go to Afghanistan. We wanted to get Bin Laden, and as Chris Hedges says in that article. We could have done what the Israelis did with with the with the Munich Olympics, where they just it was it was an intelligence war where they, you know, they got their agents to track down each of the terrorists and assassinate them, you know, without starting a war. And we could have done this quite easily. And it's it's sad. So many people on both sides have lost their lives just because of politics and greed. Yeah, greed. Right? Agreed. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like I said, a lot of people, I mean, you know, the people now who are responsible, like we should be, people shouldn't be mad at Biden for this. I mean, I, there's a lot of reasons to be mad at Biden for a lot of reasons. I mean, I've done different reasons, but he made the right call in the, right now. And um, we should be mad at the these people who lied to us for 20 years and just like 20 years yeah i mean like and like like i like that biden's not going to kick the can up to the next president he's like I've, every president's been like kind of duped or been convinced and i don't think that they thought that he was going to go through with it but i she, think that's you why remember, yes. they weren't getting people out 
because I think that yes. they thought that he was just going to cave like Trump did, like Obama did. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. And I, I remember, and, and you know, I mean, I'm, of course, we're not Trump sympathizers. We, you know, um, you know, we're not, we're not going to attack anyone's beliefs. But that was the one thing I did agree with Trump that he didn't want to. He didn't want to stay in Afghanistan. Yeah, and I think he. I think honestly, he also knows what Trump wants. But he he sold that to everyone. Mm. And um, and then I think basically what happened is those generals, those 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 people, got in his ear and said, "Oh no, no, sir, we can't do." And, and then they they believe it. And I thought they could do that to Biden. And Biden actually. For some weird reason, put his foot down. So I'm like, right on. I'm riding with Biden. I mean, I never thought I'd say that. Me, you know. <laughs> I know people. People be shocked out there. Be shocked. I'm not a Biden fan. But, the, but. but I think that's the wonderful thing about politics is I think it's because you know we have our beliefs, but I think it's always about the truth if you what is right and what is wrong you could be a republican or a democrat but you know in your heart what's right and wrong if it was the democrats that well quite a few of them did did advocate for the, the war in iraq but you know whatever 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 side you're on it was wrong it was wrong to invade iraq it was wrong to invade, invade afghanistan and it's it useless nothing's matter. nothing's happening with it i mean it can yeah. keep going on and on and more lives to be lost there's no reason for this. Yeah. I mean, and I thought that was right. I mean, no, no, I'm not going to say that Biden's not doing awful horrible stuff, like other horrible stuff. Like, you know, there's Syria and Somalia and like his bombing strategy of people over there. That's not cool with me. I'm not happy about that. And maybe, who knows, he's transferring the army. Maybe it's just like he sees it's useless. And I don't know. I mean, but at least like we're out of that. We're out of that awful situation because we can't end it. We can't, we're not going to say, we can't be the saviors of, of whatever little country you want to, like, pretend to take over for 20 years. I really think Vietnam was the catalyst of this, because I, I, I remember one of my English professors in the uh, University of England once said that when America lost Vietnam, it was like a huge dent in their ego, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and America never got over that. And, and, you know, you think of Reagan, Reagan, like, attacking, like, Grenada and all these... You know, yeah, and that makes sense because yeah. actually that was what that was like that war ended in was that 1970 I think 73 yeah 73 yeah was it okay yeah and I, and that's kind of like that's sort of when like we just kept seeing more and more and more of it yeah now that I now that I think of it it's like that was kind of the beginning you're right and then we saw like everything else that we've seen yeah. culminating in this this big big they want to the redeem themselves, and but it's every. This isn't just America. This is every empire ends up this way, and I, I think as 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 a Brit, I've you know, the the former British Empire, you know, it it you know every empire starts to fall, has its day, and uh, you know, I it will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see, you know, is is China going to now sweep in and say right, we're, we're going to be. You know, we're going to be the world power now. So, yeah, interesting oh, yeah. times. Yeah, <laughs> that could happen for sure. Um, I mean, they're a little more organized than we are at this point. I mean, I don't know. Hang on. <laughs> we'll I mean, just have to ask my intellectual crush, Chris Hedges. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he he can see the future, that man. can see the future. 
I don't know, like, always like what he sees, especially with this last article. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I kind of know it's coming. It sounds, it's yeah. just, yeah, just Toby yeah. and awful. And yeah, yeah. I, I see it coming already. But like, he just really just puts it into words where you're just like, oh, fuck. This is really bad. I would love to have him on our show. I would uh, love to. I know. Ask, ask him if there's anything. I mean, we could we could try up. to read the last the last sentence of his article, which I thought yes. was so like. <laughs> so I was Chris like, Hedges. it was so Chris Hedges. Oh my god. I mean, like, I gotta I gotta pull pull up your stuff Everybody's right now. Everybody's dying. Everybody, I know. Like, I was like, this is go this up is and smoke. Oh, I mean, I mean, he's I I I did I told you I got to see him live. I, I'm jealous. I know you're jealous. I got to see him at How Town Hall here in Seattle. Him? Which row? Like, we were, I mean, we are probably, like, in the 14th row. So, I mean, like, we could see his little head. His little head? Yeah. I mean, you know, and his, we could see his face, but yeah. we just, we just, yeah. we what saw the light bouncing. Was he just wearing his normal suit? Yes. Because he's got this really cool, like, 80s leather jacket that I like. <gasps> I've seen him in that. It's a very trendy jacket that he wears. I don't know. Is he wearing I don't know. Um, okay, do you want to read it since you've got the great voice? Oh no, I think Carla, you've got a lovely voice. Could I read it in your voice? No. Please do. Okay. No. <laughs> okay, well, let's just like see where we're going. Oh no, what happened here? Okay, the tools of control on the outer reaches of, of empire, already part of our existence, will become ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. The wholesale surveillance, the addition of basic civil liberties, militarized police authorized to use indiscriminate lethal force, the use of drones and satellites to keep us monitored and fearful, along with the censorship of the press and social media, familiar to Iraqis and Afghans, will define America. We are not the first empire to suffer this fate. It is a familiar ending. Imperialism and militarism are poisons that eradicate the separation of the powers designed to prevent tyranny and extinguish democracy. If those who orchestrated these crimes are not held accountable, and this means organized and sustained mass resistance, we will pay the price, and we may pay it soon, for their hubris and greed. It's revelation. Shh, drop the mic. Oh my goodness. I mean, he's saying we have to do something. We have to, yeah. we can't just sit back. And the way our society has sort of become lately, it's like watch some YouTube and Netflix and... yeah. Just I'm like, chill. and then, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, Carla, maybe you've been doing some chilling. We, <laughs> oh, no, Carla, you're going to mention, you're going to mention catching me on the date when I was supposed to do um, some. Uh, yeah, so there I was politically organizing outside of the park, outside of the co-op, <laughs> my little sign. It was and very the, early and it's, in the morning. It's very early in the morning. Very early. And I was, yeah, I was like a little bit bleary eyed, but whatever. And I see like Carla prancing down the sidewalk. I, I'm, I don't think it was and you. Though. No, it was you. And she, she tried to ignore, she saw me. And I was like waving like my arms. Hey, Carla. And she's like, she just keeps walking past. Like she doesn't see me. So I go, okay, I'm going to leave my little like, you know, political organizing thing. And I run after her. <laughs> Are you sure it was me, Carla? It was you, and then you were like, oh, and then you, do you have an umbrella with you? I don't remember. Did I? No, you wouldn't have had one. I feel like you should have one. <laughs> I feel like there should be an umbrella involved she somehow. Caught, she caught me on a date. Yeah. I was supposed yeah. to be helping her, um, and yes. <laughs> you and, weren't helping and me. I just, I didn't even ask you to help me. You did, but I, I will say this, that my date at the time said, why is that woman waving at us? And I said, keep going. Just keep, just keep, just go forward. <laughs> just keep going. Don't, she's, I don't know who she is. I don't know. And I was like, hey, Carla with a K. 
Yeah, so I totally outed her, and um, they kept walking anyway. Well, we will have, listeners, we will have a segment called Swipe Left, and Swipe Left is basically anything we're disgruntled about, but it also will be our dating. Um, Carla and I um, are really bad at it. We're terrible. So if you have any any help for us, I mean, we're really cute. Like, we try to, like, we uh, we put Chomsky in our dating, on our, um, you know, dating. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Description. Let's talk about Chomsky. I think Chomsky, to me, is, it is, if I mention Chomsky on a date, every guy, they're like, okay, when can we get married? I mean, Chomsky has no idea, but he's... He's the equivalent of the pussy magnet for guys. He's for absolutely sure. the equivalent of that. I don't know what you call that, cause like, yeah. but I mean, because it just the other words that would kind of equate to that don't sound really nice. Yeah, I know. Maybe maybe I'll listen. Not that pussy magnet sounds good either, but it, it really it sounds like something. <laughs> sounds like something Trump would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yes. I know Chomsky. Um, uh, ladies, men, anybody. Um, yeah. Mention Chomsky. So this is our advice to you. Mention Noam Chomsky Guaranteed. in your dating description and you will get some hits. Gar- you will get some play. It's true. I got, I, got, I got a hit the other day because of Chomsky. I, I, like, I swear. I know. I mean, we're, the only thing we're good at is, yeah. is Chomsky. Yeah. Yeah. It's Chomsky. Yeah. He better keep. What's your call? He better stay alive. No. I worry. Now, if we actually meet somebody that we actually like, yeah. who likes Chomsky, we should say we got Chomsky. <laughs> like, if it works out and stuff, we should say we got Chomsky. I love this, Carla. Yeah. So, but if we meet someone who says they like Chomsky and they're not very chomsky then we're like, no bueno Chomsky, or I don't know, no, like... I love it. Like, mal Chomsky, like, I don't know what to say, man, just like... We got chomsky we got chomskied! We got chomskied. Well, I've got chomskied a lot. I mean, not real. I mean, that sounds rude. I haven't actually got chomskied. I almost. Wait, wait. I, now I'm confused. I think confused. we better like... stop right there. No, no wait, wait. <laughs> let's, let's, like, let's make a distinction. So I got chomskied. Chom- or... I got chomskied just means that some guy really fancies you. But it could imply maybe that you went to third base, Depends. but I didn't. So, wait. It could be different on the tone, though. What about if you got Chomsky, who you met a guy who said they like Chomsky, but then they didn't really like Chomsky, or they didn't really like, they weren't really as cool as they he thought they'd be, even yes. though they said they like Chomsky. So, like, I, like, what would that, what would we call that? So he's not as cool. He's he he lied to us basically about oh. Chomsky. Oh my goodness. And he's not as cool about that stuff. So we need a name for that. So oh so he said he liked Chomsky too, and he. he and then he, it turned out he was a total douchebag. Do you know what it sounds like? It sounds like, this is another swipe left, men who go to men's groups. That's the kind of thing they'll do, because they're like sleazy. Oh gosh, the men's groups. I think we're going to have to save that for his next episode. That's because a big one. That's a big one. <laughs> Might be a two-parter. It could be a two-parter. <laughs> but if you want to hear that, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> for next week and then maybe we, yeah. we, may, we might even get video next week too we'll see yeah. we're waiting for bus driver Chris yes our working class hero he's our working class hero so we will have a segment called working class heroes people saving the world helping helping the poor and needy and
on you fighting know, for justice, dropping some knowledge. Yeah, like Shama Sawant said, she'd be on. She might give us some dating advice. Oh, I I would love that. Yeah, oh my so goodness. Shama said she'd be on. I think if Shama gave me dating advice, <laughs> she'd probably yeah, I'd get them. Yeah, <laughs> she's a badass. I love that woman. Yeah, she'd make me. She'd make me probably. She she'd probably make me go to their own house, knock yeah. on the door, and say, "You better date me." Yeah, I mean, well, she's like so. Yeah, so that we have we have so we've working class heroes and intellectual crushes. Which you talked a little bit about Chris Hedges today. That was an intellectual crush of Carla's. Who's your intellectual crush, Carla? Well, my big one is Thomas Frank. But then we could probably talk. Maybe should we talk about that next week? Or oh, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, I just love yeah. his way with words, and he's so smart. And and oh, you are reading the book. I oh my goodness. Listen, liberal. It's. I think this book should be required for every Democrat to read. Actually, everybody. Everybody. Yeah, everyone. Oh, but oh I, I mean, no. I feel like Democrats really need to hear it. It's the, they it's really the need to hear it. Manifesto. They need to hear it. Because everybody needs to read it. Yeah, it's such a great book. And and Thomas Frank's so. I love how he writes. He's so. Yeah. I mean, he's just so swirly. He is. And happy. He's yeah. like the antithesis of Chris Hedges. Yeah, he is. He is. The he's just, he's so, so you like those happy. dark, brooding men, and I like yeah. the kind of goofy, yeah. nerdy guys. Yeah. I think I think that Chris Hedges is like the Matt Dillon of the intellectuals. And and, and I've got the Ralph Macchio. Who do I have? <laughs> like, who do I have? I don't know. Like the... Oh, um, actually, no, not Ralph Macchio. No, Jason Bateman. Yes, I'm watching <laughs> Yes, Jason Bateman. I don't know why I said Ralph Macchio. No, he's gonna. Because he's kind of goofy in the outside. You let that. You let that slip. You had I know. I might, I might have had a party kid. Did you? I might have. Yeah. You don't. I might, you have, don't. I might have. I got on the Teen Beat magazine oh. when I was, you know, young, like oh, maybe I twelve did too. I did or thirteen, too. and I might have put it on my wall, like this little like centerfold thing. That might have happened. But Ralph Macchio. Yeah, Macchio. Talking of Ralph Macchio. For a little guy, he had a very deep voice. <laughs> he had a very big voice for, you know. Yeah. 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 But this is anyway, good. yeah, Jason Bateman. Let's go with Jason Bateman. That's Jason He's my Bateman, Jason Bateman and I'm Matt Dillon. Or maybe someone me more sulky. I don't think you get more oh, sulkier than Matt Dillon. He's a real sulky guy, Brady. God, I don't know. Let's just do Matt Dillon, because he's hot. Yeah, I think I say, especially during that that era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay.